Hello, and welcome to episode 45 of Friends of the Show. I am Stephen W. Skinner, and this is a podcast where I get to know some of the nicest and funniest people from the internet. They are the Friends of the Show. This week's friend is Rob Elliott at Rocky Momax. And what a nice time we had. He tells us about the things you, you get used to when you live in Florida. And he shares stories from his wilder days. And we have a lot of fun answering all the inside joke questions submitted by our listeners. Thank you, listeners. And thank you, Tom. Be sure to follow at FOTS Pod on Twitter and send your questions for a future guest. Now buckle up. It's Friends of the Show, episode 45 with Rocky Momax. Right now. I don't know what's going to happen, man, but I want to have my kicks before the whole shithouse goes up in flames. Ah, Jim Morrison. <laughs> and I think he did have his kicks. I think he did. I think he did. <laughs> All right. Well, welcome to the podcast, Rob. Thank you for having me, buddy. All right. So for the listeners, Rob is a fun and wild Twitter jokester who enjoys saving lives in his non-tweeting time. Uh, he's a Florida surfing party dude, and he has some, let's say, interesting stories, which we'll get into. And he's also very nice. You can check out his fun jokes on Twitter at Rocky Momax, and I'm very happy to have him on the show this week. So welcome, Rob Elliott. Thank you, buddy. All right. So tell us about yourself. Let's get to know you. Where are you from? Where did you grow up? I think I mentioned Florida in there. Is that correct? <laughs> yes, sir. Born and raised in uh, Hollywood, Florida, right down between Fort Lauderdale and Miami. One of the most popular Hollywoods, <laughs> but not the <laughs> most popular. <laughs> yeah, we were named after uh hollywood california i guess i was always i know there's a lot of hollywoods there's like hollywood north carolina if you have you ever seen tenacious d in the pick of destiny uh yeah <laughs> yeah he goes when he goes to hollywood and one of the first songs there the airplane flies on the map to like all the different hollywoods oh that's a great gag <laughs> it really bothered me that it went to like north florida and not down here like the little star for hollywood florida Oh, they it's got they got it wrong. <laughs> yeah, their geography sucked on that one. You're Neil deGrasse Tysoning <laughs> the Tenacious D movie. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm going to have to call Jack Black. Yikes, y'all, you hate... Well, now you can kind of see where people are coming who de- love to debunk things, because it affects different oh, yeah. people personally if it's if they get your yeah, stuff wrong. I'll, I'll fight to the death if I think I'm right about something. Even if I'm dead wrong, I'll still I'll keep going. I have one of those personalities, I guess. But it is in the southern end of Florida, and so not the panhandle part, right? Yeah, we're like two hours from, from Key West. Okay. So we're way down, uh, like like I said, like about 10 miles from Miami and a few miles from Fort Lauderdale. Right, so in the heart of the sweet action, but not near the uh, Orlando party time, right? Not, no, not near no. the Orlando's, tourist town. Yeah, Orlando's like three and a half hours. And right into the middle, kind of, right? Uh, Orlando's, yeah, it's like the center, north center of the state. So, you know, like, uh, it's right in the middle. We're right, I'm right on the ocean. On the ocean, uh, and you, that's part of your your day-to-day, right? You're hanging out at the beach a lot? 
Yeah, man. I'm there every day, five days a week. This week, I haven't had a day off in about 12 days now. I've been nonstop working, working for people and getting to go uh, surfing. I had a, <clears throat> a bunch of people work for me because we had a big swell come down from that nor'easter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it pushed down some really good surf for here for four days. So I took all four of those days off so I could surf, five, oh, nice. surf two, three times a day, every day. Yeah prioritizing the surf so you got some gnarly yeah, we don't get we don't get super awesome waves here very often you got the some tasty waves so you had to go tasty waves baby. check them out uh so yeah you're so pretty channeling the uh yeah you're like a southern california surf dude but florida style well i lived in southern california too for two years so you got a taste and then you brought it back to florida i left from florida specifically to go there and to, to lifeguard and to surf. That's why I went and uh, ended up having to come back. A bunch of bad stuff uh, happened out there with our landlords and everything else. We got such a sweet deal, and then all of a sudden it was no 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 more, so we came back. Uh, it was too good to be true. Yeah, really, man. I'd go back in a heartbeat if my parents wouldn't disown me for taking away their grandkids. Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> Once you get the family going, yeah, you got, you have more oh, yeah. uh, attachments keeping you tethered. Absolutely, man. They would, they would, they would kill me. They, yeah. would, they would not talk to me anymore. And I guess uh, your, your child, not quite of surfing age yet. Oh, he will. He's been in the water since he was like, I think the first time he took him in the ocean, he was like six or seven weeks. Oh, wow. Very, uh, yeah, ocean yeah. baby. I mean, I didn't like. I didn't fucking throw him in. I <laughs> brought, I carried. I carried him in with me. Just comes out covered uh, in seaweed. <laughs> Just where were yeah, you? Then, you know. <laughs> well, very good. So, um, yeah. So now you're you're in Florida. You got a family. You're at the beach every day. We're heading into the summertime. So, is the summertime too hot? <laughs> it's yeah, yeah. You have to really. Uh, like make yourself remember how beautiful it is in the winter here to get through the summer. Cause it's, uh, it's just not, not even the temperature. It only goes up to like, you know, low nineties, which is hot, but you add on that humidity. It feels like the air weighs a thousand pounds. It's really uncomfortable during the summer here. It's that humid air as opposed to over there in uh, California where it's sort of more of a dry heat coming off the desert. Definitely is. Yeah, I uh, worked in the desert there, too. Uh, I, I went out to specifically lifeguard, and I got hurt and ended up working as a, a golf caddy. I, did, I had, like, five different jobs, but I caddied in the desert a few times, and that might be worse than the humidity. <laughs> so where were you in the desert? Uh, I would go out, and I worked at uh, TPC Summerlin in uh, just outside of Las Vegas. Oh, uh, as a Yeah, for, for the pro tournaments out there, I went. For two years. So were you... I, uh, I worked two separate years. <laughs> That's cool. So you were caddying for uh, anybody good or just like rich people in the pro-ams? It was rich people in the pro-ams, but we got to walk with the pros, which was pretty cool. That is very cool. And you get uh, to wear those you, big... <laughs> were you wearing the, the caddy gear, like a big white suit yeah, or whatever? Yeah, the bib. No, I, the, the whites, those are only That's for... the masters. Uh, for the masters, yeah, exactly. Uh, but I still wore the green bib. And walked around and, you know, helped people read putts and carry their clubs. Oh, that's good. Do you ever make a great call and someone's like, man, thanks? Yeah, I got to know Tory Pines really well in uh, La Jolla, California. I did all over. Wherever they wanted to send me, I would go and 
in that area within reasonable distance. I went to Vegas because it just seemed awesome, so we went uh, and got to spend a couple days in Vegas. So that was cool. Yeah, Vegas is pretty uh, pretty cool, but in short bursts, you kind of don't want to stay there too. Yeah, long. <laughs> I couldn't do two days. Two days tops. That's all. That's all Vegas is. Two days. I did. Uh, we actually had a. Uh, comedy a twitter uh it was called comics of twitter that i i did a show there uh with gosh like six other people from from twitter that i actually don't talk to much anymore besides aristotle he's the only one that i still stay in contact with well shout out to aristotle of the twitter comedy crew (laughs) he's at stottle s-t-o-t-l-e check him out everybody yeah very funny guy he has a couple characters that are fantastic on instagram too oh love those instagram characters i just realized that this is sort of a thing that that happens now but now i know that there's a couple people who do like instagram characters uh yeah he does blake vates uh that is now i think called blake weber but he's got you know probably close to like half a million followers now it's just this ridiculous jerk of a person that uh talks like that Stickoly kind of idiot, <laughs> but vapes kind of thing. So you know, it's he's very funny though, funny Sur- guy. Yeah, surfer dudes have sort of tra- morphed into vape dudes <laughs> as like the the trope to make fun of. Uh, yeah, I think that's it's just low hanging fruit. It's pretty easy. So I guess that uh, is a good background, and it tells us a little bit about yourself. Stuff we need to know. So now you have provided three stories here so i think we can do a little mini bite-sized stories of all these so the first story is throwing knives at a wall (laughs) that was one night i was in fort lauderdale after a uh, comedy show we were all out drinking and stuff and this guy's in the bar um and i don't know how the conversation even started but eventually he just said hey do you want to come to my house and throw knives at a wall (laughs) <laughs> and <The> classic <laughs> how yeah. says no like who says no to that of course you're gonna say yeah let's go throw some knives at a fucking wall of course how could you not want to throw knives at a wall yeah if you haven't and, done uh, and, it before yeah i'm sure you'd be interested yeah i mean who like i like knives i like <laughs> like not like knives. Like, i don't want like i, I like walls yeah like, throw one yeah love walls so it worked out really good but yeah everybody was like dude what are you doing this is like some random guy that's like twice your age asking you to come throw knives at his wall. Like he's probably going to murder you. And I weighed the options and I was like, ah, I'll take throwing knives at a wall. If it, there's a small chance of getting murdered, then it still sounds too fun. He also had ninja stars and swords. Oh yeah. He had the blade. And his, yeah, he had everything. I have a photo that I'll, I'll send you. And you can attach it to the episode of me standing there with knives all in the walls behind me and two samurai swords crossed over in front of my face. And I just looked like so happy, <laughs> so happy. So it was worth and it. You we yeah. went and I, I spent probably two hours at this guy's house, literally throwing knives at a wall. I was high, high, high. Uh, I used to do a lot of drugs. And that was probably one of the reasons I went back. But, uh, it totally ended up being a good a good night, even though uh, I was still on drugs at the time. <laughs> Definitely a memorable evening. What are those classic Florida nights? Really <laughs> it really, like, you can always, like, especially in, like, downtown Fort Lauderdale or Miami, you can go find people that are, you're just, like, 
dude, you don't meet people like this everywhere in, in, in our country, in Canada, anywhere. You just meet some weird, weird people in South Florida. That is true. It has a bit of a reputation. <laughs> have you ever seen that account, Florida Man? I'm sure you have. What, what, what's that? You broke up for a second. Oh, uh, the uh, Twitter account, Florida Man, right? It sort of <laughs> highlights all the crazy stuff that happens down there. Yeah, it's uh, just, like I said, we get everybody from all over the country, all from other countries. So there's such like a diverse thing here that I've gotten to go to Santeria, uh, ceremonies where they sacrificed a chicken okay and yeah like it's just that's the kind of vibe you get down here there's another night where i was out and i was all fucked up and they're like yo you want to see somebody sacrifice a chicken and i was like all right sure <laughs> why, not? why not yeah we're, we're here yeah, we have indian we have like hardcore indian reservations too and uh american you know native american uh reservations i shouldn't say indian but um i got to do a peyote ceremony that was pretty neat Okay. Uh, with it. Yeah, it was just another one of those things. Like, dude, do you want to go do it? And I was like, yeah. I, I don't say no to too much, usually. Yeah, well, I mean, sounds like it, especially in those days. So what was the peyote ceremony like? Do you, uh, did you see a, a, a yeah. spirit animal and all that? Uh, no, I mean, I remember it um, being really intense, like a different kind of trip than, than LSD or than mushrooms. You know, it was just a, like a really heavy experience. A lot of heavy breathing, sweating. Um, and kind of just getting lost into not so much a hallucination as, as like a kind of euphoria, I guess. Um, and being fanned with smoke and everything else, it was more, more of such a almost religious kind of experience, uh, for me. And I'm not a religious person, but I remember kind of being like, okay, I get why people would do this, why they would cleanse their bodies, souls, everything else, uh, with something like a, like a peyote ceremony. Wow, that's 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 uh, sort of stuff is always really interesting to me because it's sort of like the the original. Like these people have been doing it for so long, like hundreds of years, uh, and yeah, sort of just like show right. up and like, oh, I'll I'll have some. Pass that yoke. Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> Pass that yoke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. That was uh, that was a crazy night, but that's the same thing with the throwing knives. Everybody's like, you're going to get murdered, and I ended up having a pretty awesome night. And I never talked to the guy again. I never saw him again. And he was the owner of one of the bars there that I used to frequent all the time. And maybe somebody went back to his house and murdered him. I don't know. Yikes. Wouldn't be too hard with all those swords <laughs> lying around. Yeah, man. South Florida, too. It's another one that it just wouldn't, <laughs> you wouldn't be like, oh, no way. You'd be like, okay, I can see it. Yikes. All right. Well, very <laughs> cool. And I bet your knife throwing skills like improved. You got that two hours in. You're only, what, 9,998 hours to go before you're like yeah, a well, super I went, expert. I went from like a number two knife thrower to like an eight out of 10. I did pretty good nice. throwing knives and getting them stuck in the wall properly. It is very fun. Uh, I also, I've done axe throwing, so it's sort of similar. And yeah, it's a lot of fun. Uh, when you well, get, that must have been awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. It's awesome. It's like a big thing around here. There's a lot of like axe throwing places, um, and yeah. So you, you should definitely check it out if you ever come up to GTA <laughs> Toronto. We have a lot of axe throwing places, <laughs> and they're all very fun. <laughs> if you can see my face right now, it's just wonderment that you can go to an axe throwing place. <laughs> yeah. Actually, my dad uh, works at an axe throwing place, so shout out. <laughs> Hell yeah, go ahead, Pop. All right, so let's get into the next mini story. It is getting arrested, which always is interesting. 
Yeah. Um, I've only been arrested once. I don't know. I had my mugshot as my avatar for a little while. I don't know if you ever saw that. Oh, I did yeah, a yeah, poll yeah. about if I should keep it. Yeah, somebody dug that mugshot out for me. I have a friend that's a lawyer, and she went and she went in the database and found it. But, uh, yeah, basically, I was going, I was out all night and um, at a casino here that was on one of the uh, reservations. And we were going, I was getting ready to leave. I was getting in a cab. Uh, I didn't drive there, but I was getting in a cab. And my roommate pulled up. He's like, what are you doing getting in a cab? And I was like, well, fuck. I was like, you know, I didn't think, like, he's like, get in the car. I didn't think, like, oh, he's been drinking with me all night. Mm. Uh, you know, so I hopped right in. And I think we made it, like, maybe a quarter mile. And we hit a curb and spun out across the road. This is at, like, 3.30 in the morning. And, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we got out and we were like, fuck, dude, like, what do we do? You know, I wasn't driving. Uh, so I didn't do anything like I was dumb for me to get in the car, but I didn't do anything wrong. So I was like, let's just get out. We'll walk across the street. We'll call somebody and we'll go home. And we made it across the street. And the minute we got across the street, we saw cop car pull up to the car. I was like, mm -hmm. fuck dude. Like, and then she saw us drove around the corner and my idiot friend takes off running. He was the one that was driving the car. Whoops. Takes off running. <laughs> and I was just sitting on the edge of like a, a parking spot. And I stood up. And when the cop brought him back, I was like, ma'am, I just want to let you know you're here. I'm here. And she turned around, pulled a gun, screamed and yelled at me to get on the ground. I got on the ground. After all these things, the other cops show up. Like, I look like I, I look like I do drugs. So they assumed I was on drugs. I was drunk. I didn't have any drugs. But I had a lot of money with me. Mm. Because that night, I paid for the tab, and everybody paid me money. This was pre-Venmo, pre-any kind of you could send money. Like, I don't think smartphones were even about yet. I want to say this was like 2005, somewhere around there, 2006. So, so I don't early days of cell phone technology. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I had, like, the Razor or something like that. Oh, yeah. You had and, that T9 um, when you're texting A, <laughs> B, yeah, C. Yeah. <laughs> And yeah, I remember them tell, asking me where the dope was. They're like, where's the dope at? I was like, there, there's no dope. I was like, I don't, they're like, why do you got all this money? I was like, everybody pay. I was like, look, there's a big ass receipt wrapped around that money. And I remember the cop crumbling up the receipt and being like, I don't see a receipt. <laughs> and <laughs> I was like, fuck, dude. And they pulled out my ID and my, I had my city. I worked for the city and they're like, oh yeah, you're a firefighter. And I was like, well, I'm a lifeguard. And they're like, don't fucking matter. Not going to have that job tomorrow and threw my shit <laughs> on the ground and kept going through my stuff. And it was just a really bad experience with the sheriff's office. And they took us out West. And I remember taking my mugshot picture and seeing it. And I was like, damn, that's a good picture. I think that's one of the better <laughs> pictures I've ever taken in my life. And I, I still have it now. And I'm proud of that picture. I love that picture. Just the next seven or eight hours in the small cell was rough. Like, Try, I have my, my sock tied around my head to like keep the bright light out. And as we're getting chained up together to go to the main jail, I have a guy chained up to me and he's like, Hey, he's like, feel my head. <laughs> I'm like, well, why do you want me to feel your head? He's like, just feel it all right here. He's like, just put your finger right here. He's trying to show me with his wrist because he can't use his fingers. And I started pushing and I was like, I don't see nothing. He's like, Hey, He's like, nothing's falling out. I was like, no. I was like, what am I looking for? He's like, crack. <laughs> Dude, like, this guy's got me looking for crack on our way to, like, one of the worst to go to in South Florida. Like, uh, county, county is just really, like, I was scared going in there. Dude, I was like, fuck, some guy tried to take my, uh, my one phone call 
he was like, give me that number. And I was like, no, you don't have my fucking number. I was like, I got to call somebody. Like, who are you going to call? I was like, my fucking mom. I don't know. I'm going to call anybody that can help me right now. Get me the fuck out of here. And then they brought out a bologna sandwich and like a piece of cornbread and milk. And the same dude was like, hey, let me get your cornbread. I was like, bro, you can take this whole thing. I was like, I don't give a shit. You can have my food. <laughs> and got out of there that morning. And when I got out, they give you all your stuff back. So, like, here's your belt, here's your shoes, and here's your, here's your phone, and here's your money. And I go to get the money, and I was like, there's, like, $6. And I was like, I had, I had a lot more money than this. So, like, yeah, well, we took 125 to bail you out. I was like, I had, like, $600. And they're like, oh, well, we only had the 131 or whatever that was in your pocket. I was like, that's not what is in my pocket. So, apparently, when those cops crumbled up my receipt, they said, I'm going to help myself to a little bit of cash. And I walked out of there with $6. Damn. $6. (laughs) I mean, we've all seen it on TV shows and movies. It happens. Yeah. We've all seen The Wire. Yeah, it happens. Is that what they do on The Wire? I've never seen The Wire. I've never seen House of Cards. I've never seen Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings. I asked Tom specifically today because HBO has all eight Harry Potter movies. I was like, should I do it? And he's like, yeah, do it, and then write a review about it. And I was like, I'm pretty sure I could review it right now. I just wrote Wizards. And he's like, yeah, <laughs> well, you're good. not wrong. I was like, all right. Save me, save me like 17 or 18 hours of viewing. I'm good. I don't think I can handle it. It's too daunting to do, to do eight fucking movies. I don't think I can do it. Don't think about it as I doing totally the eight movies. Just one at a time, one step at a time. Join the wizarding uh, world, Rob. <laughs> I'll do it. I'll watch it if I can get him to watch Rocky, if he'll watch the Rocky movies. Oh, okay. Good uh, challenge. So put that up to Tom now. Tom. If, if he watches Rocky, I'll watch Harry Potter. You've got to watch Rocky, mate. He was in Philadelphia and didn't know about Rocky running up the stairs. We didn't do the stairs? We all hung out in Philadelphia. No, they, they went. I, I got there the next day, but him and Will and Corey, Will's, Will's wife, went. I'm not sure if Sky was there yet, but um, eventually all of us got to hang out, which was pretty cool. Very and cool. Nobody went to jail. <laughs> that is always a bonus. All right. Well, great story. Uh, (laughs) All right. So let's keep this (laughs) podcast train rolling. Let's get into talking Twitter. So it says here, you've been on Twitter since August 2015. Well, this specific account. Is that true? And what were you doing at the beginning in August 2015? My God, it's been almost three years. That's what it says. What the fuck am I doing with my <laughs> <laughs> three years? Um, I started this account to be completely anonymous uh, at the beginning. And then what happened? <laughs> um, I had an old account. That's how I got through that. A lot of drugs. I real problem with uh, pretty much like any kind of amphetamine I could get my hands on, whether it was uh, Adderall. Ritalin or Coke or whatever. Coke at the time wasn't a thing. That was a little earlier on, but that Adderall really fucked my whole day up. Like for two years, I was going like three times over my prescription and I was going to just to be able to keep up doing comedy. So after all that and all those years, I looked at these jokes and I looked at these um, videos of myself and I was like, uh, like, that's not me. You know, in those videos, those aren't jokes I would tell now. Those aren't things I would write now. So I was just like, you know, scrap it. It had like 15,000 followers too. And I just threw it away and started a new one. Wow. Yeah. 
I was like, and it was really, uh, not, they were like, just not good jokes. <laughs> like none of it. There was a bunch <laughs> of stuff I found and I was like, I can't believe I put this out there. And then once I came over to this side, I started figuring out kind of getting my kind of style sober, which was cool. Yeah. Uh, being, being sure of what I put out and not, not having to go back and look at it and go, Oh shit, you know, you fuck this one up. <laughs> yeah. I, when I look at back at all my early stuff, it's like, Oh man, I use like a hashtag as a punchline. What was I thinking? <laughs> but we're all uh, embarrassed of the early stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Even, even my ones on here, this account that just like said, got kicked out of, uh, they said like got kicked out of Home Depot for too much karate or something. It was really bad. Whatever it was, it was bad. <laughs> yeah. And you try like those new things to where like, oh, maybe I can get really weird with it, or maybe I should just kind of stay in my in my thing and use my own self, my own name. Eventually, I used my own name. It used to just say Rocky, but then it went to Rob, and then it went to Rob Elliott. All right. So yeah. now you're online in, right. with your own name. Uh, how'd you choose that handle? Uh, okay. Well, my dog now is Rocky. My dog growing up is, oh, I have two dogs. I have Rocky and I have Morrison, who goes in with my quote there. I was a massive uh, Jim Morrison fan. I basically thought I was him for like two years while I was <laughs> doing like super drugs, like really knocking shit out. Um, so Rocky is my, my, my dog now, who's a team called Mo. And then my dog as a kid was Max, Rocky Mo Max. Well, there you go. Shout out to it. all the animals. Shout out to the pets. Yeah. <laughs> Very I my cool. dogs until I had a kid. Now they're just a pain. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so this <laughs> next talking Twitter question. What was your first or most memorable interaction on Twitter? Um, I remember I had like, a, maybe like five, six hundred followers and actually I, and asked me if I to, you know, hang out with their buddy. And I was like, okay, I like these people along with Tom, even though everybody thinks we're so mean to each other. Uh, he's like a really good buddy. I, uh, I talk to him still probably every day and he brought me into a room and I think like Sky was in there. I am space girl. Who I hang out with that abrasive ghost will, uh, before he took his thing, I think he was in there. Will also reached out to me. It was really, really nice when I first started. Uh, both of them had been on just slightly longer than I had. And, uh, they came out and, you know, helped me out like right away. And they were all really cool. So I remember that specifically that interaction being like, Okay, I'm gonna stick around and keep keep writing these jokes with people that have the same sense of humor. Nice, that's great. Yeah, shout out to all those people. What a great group. Um, yeah, so glad that they brought you under their wings into the to the behind the scenes world of Twitter. <laughs> Turn me to the dark side. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to the dark side. How about any weird things? What is the weirdest thing that's happened? Oh man, yeah, I'm pretty tame. Like generally I'm pre-tamed. So I don't, I think the weirdest thing was like quickly booking a ticket to go fly to Philadelphia for like 31 hours. And <laughs> I, I guess that's probably not very, I haven't had like anybody like send me a dick pic or anything. So that's not super, uh, there's nothing like super weird. I don't think no. I'm pretty normal. Like, yeah, that's good. Yeah. I'm pretty relaxed like through Twitter, but I think that was probably the weirdest thing. Cause that was a little outside of my uh, personality to like just, booked a ticket because Tom was flying from England and I was like, fuck, I ne- might never get to meet my buddy here, so I'm going to do it. My wife was like, fuck you, you're not going to go fly to Philadelphia. And I was like, yeah, I think I will. You can be mad at me for a day or two. You'll get over it. <laughs> and yeah, we went up and had just such a great time with everybody. Sky's my my blood brother. She's uh, a radical woman. She's awesome. 
Yes, one of the best. Everyone should be following her. I am Space uh, Space Girl in Space Girl Incognito account. And uh, yeah, that sounds like a lot of fun. Um, sounds like a great tweet up. And so you'd say it's worth it. It was worth the 31 hour <laughs> hang. Uh, and, the, day, uh, the, day, the night that I got home, I got uh, strip searched at the airport because I had a pill in my pocket. Mm-mm. And it was an Ativan that I'm prescribed. And I really don't even like taking because they make me tired and I don't like tired. But uh, I had one in my pocket. They asked me what it was. And they're like, come back here to this little thing and take off your pants. And I did, I did that. <laughs> and then I took the out of van because they're like, you got to take it. You can't take it with you. So that night when I got home, my wife like ended up feeding me in bed. I was so fucked up from alcohol and dehydration and out of van. I'm old, dude. I'm 34 now, so I can't do it. I can't do it like I used it's to. It's not like the old days, Rob. Yeah, All right. <laughs> okay, very cool. So this next question, how about any interesting or fun interactions with celebrities or brands, anything cool to report? Um, let's see. Well, Mark Hoppus like straight up ignores me, which sucks. <laughs> my first concert I ever went to was uh, was Blink One Eighty Two when I was like fourteen. My mom uh, drove me and waited outside for oh, me. Oh, shout about out that on, to moms podcast. who drive people to concerts and wait outside. Great mom move. <laughs> shout out to all the, the moms best, who do man. that. Yeah, <laughs> I was thirteen, fourteen, something like that. I guess otherwise, like, celebrities, celebrities, I don't think any of them care for me very much. I don't know uh, anything Stakem wrote me, and everybody's got a Stakem shirt now. But, See, that's uh, what I'm talking about. Brands. So you have been interacting with Stakem, <laughs> one of the new hot yeah, brands really nice. online. Yeah. And uh, I forget, there's been a couple other that I've written back and forth to, but specifically, I can't really think. I also have really awful memory and short-term memory mm. due to me getting hurt and doing so many drugs my my short-term memory sucks like really bad <laughs> yeah uh, mine as well <laughs> so we're in the same same <laughs> club all right so uh we got a couple more here twitter talking twitter questions and this one would be who would be your dream follow back so someone you currently follow who you would like to follow you back Oh man, probably Hoppus. Yeah, everybody's Mark got Hoppus. a little piece of this guy, and I'm just such a like a nerd for for Blink because, you know, like like I said, it was like I was like 13, and I went from listening to like hardcore rap, and I heard Blink at a skate park, and I was like, dude, I was like, I dig these guys, and ever since then, so you're talking 20, going on 22 years that I've been a fan of uh, his band. So big that would fan. be cool. Yeah, great, uh, yeah, great band. I'm a big fan like, too. Right yeah, shout out to Mark Hoppus <laughs> and the guys in uh, Blink 182, even Tom. <laughs> even Tom, I was, I always fucking loved. I always knew he was a fucking nut. Yeah, I, I kind of uh, identify with him more than anybody. I think in the band, uh, just to him being such a fucking weirdo. Yeah, he's a nut, I'm but usually, I'm usually the weird guy. <laughs> but it was all fun in those early Blink days. Oh, so much fun. I remember that concert very clearly. And What uh, era was that? To... Which album were they doing? Is it like Dude Ranch? Was it... Uh... It was uh, Dude Ranch. So we're talking 98. So Enema uh, was just coming out, I want to say. They played they played songs from Enema because I remember that. Right. So it's pre-them blowing up huge. Do they just... Uh... It, was in a, it was in a bar, like a literal... Uh, like a, I think it was called like Social South or something, but it was like they cleared out a big giant room. I mean, it was big. There was probably a thousand people there, but it was packed a thousand people. And that would have been awesome. So, that was oh, like primo was cool. blink, like 
before yeah. anything. Yeah. It's on YouTube too. The show's on YouTube. Oh wow, very cool. Like I'm once, gonna have once to check a year, that I out. pull it up and leave it on, like when I'm doing chores in the house. Just great memories. Yeah. All right, very cool, Mark Hoppus. Okay, so this final question is: Who would be <laughs> your ultimate dream follow back? Now, this is any person, real or fictional, living or dead. Literally anybody. <laughs> Tupac. Tupac. Oh, good I think, one. What I do think you, Tupac would be the coolest thing. What do you think his tweets would be like? Oh, I don't know. I think they, I think he'd be, he's, he was such an incredibly smart person. Uh, I think he'd be pretty, had really entertaining things to say. He was just so, I've been such a huge, massive fan of his uh, for so long. He would, I just feel like it would be kind of inspirational, kind of uh, little shit talking to, which would be fun. He would have good uh, clapbacks. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, you wouldn't have to, you know, he shoots first, I bet. So, yeah, you'd have to clap back. Very good answer. All right, thank you for answering all those talking Twitter questions. Now we get into the tweets. So you have selected one of your own tweets to be shared upon the podcast, and it's the Pharaoh tweet. It's a Pharaoh tweet. So um, we can we can role play this if you have it handy. I can be the subject, and you can be Pharaoh. Let's go for it. Okay, uh, so you will be the pharaoh, and I will be the lowly subject. We shall build religious monuments. They will baffle future science. Should we leave them a note to explain how we did it? Yes, take this down. Okay. Cat, dog, snake, bird, cat, man with the head of a cat, dog, cat, bird. (laughs) Uh, Hieroglyphics, and that's how they would say it. And we got so many people that sent me emojis, and one guy got it exactly. You nailed the emoji he got it sequence. Exactly. <laughs> nailed, nailed everyone. Well, very cool. Yeah, that's a great one. Uh, so, how'd you think of that? Were you are you big into uh, Egyptology? Yeah, I have like a minor obsession with ancient Egypt. It's one of those things like I came across, and I just was completely mind blown on uh, on like how how they did everything that they did. And their whole culture, uh, you know, learning learning everything in the mathematics and the it just it just blows my mind that they could do all that and they didn't have the fucking wheel. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, that's so insane to me that uh, that they could accomplish things like that. So I was like, why not make fun of it a little bit? <laughs> yeah, I mean, great agriculture alone. I mean, just that stuff is all. Yeah, good. yeah, and then to not have a wheelbarrow for that agriculture like that's insane it's insane it's hard for our modern minds to sort of wrap our brains around how that would work but yeah (laughs) yeah seriously very cool all right so now my selection from the rob elliott collection at rocky momax is this invited to a wedding okay six months to lose 30 pounds two months later four months to lose 35 pounds Four months later, I have eight hours to lose 40 pounds. Because <laughs> that's what it's really like. <laughs> yeah, man. I was actually going to a wedding like that day or something. And I was like, ah, damn it. This is like I told myself I was going to get in good shape for this. Because <laughs> two years with a kid now, like I don't get as much time to do the shit I used to do. Like even when I was like hard off on drugs, I was training my ass off all the time. And like, I've just slowly gotten fatter <laughs> these last two years. 
so I remember thinking to myself, I was like, oh, I'll just make a make a quick joke about this. While uh, I didn't know it would even do well, I wasn't sure if people would be like, oh, sure, buddy. But, you know, you never know. I have no you idea. You never know. What's funny anymore? You I have never no know. idea. But I do. Uh, yeah, I can see how people would relate to this because yeah, wedding season comes along, and then all of a sudden, you're trying to squeeze into your old suit and. <laughs> oh. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be really honest with you, Stephen. I, I don't own a suit. Oh my! What are you, shorts and a Bahama shirt guy, or what, at the wedding, or what? <laughs> um, uh, no, no. I wore I wore dress pants, and I borrowed a pair of shoes from my brother, and I had one dress shirt, but I do not have a suit jacket <laughs> uh, in my closet. I don't own a real suit. I was never fitted for a suit. Like I, I own one pair of Nikes and one pair of Vans. And a couple pairs of sandals, but mainly I'm barefoot most of my day. Wow. Keeping it simple. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. I don't uh, I'm a beach guy, man. I have more baggies and board shorts than you could ever imagine, but no shoes. You got to get some, Rob. It's <laughs> an important part of life. <laughs> All right. So thank you very much. And everyone should be checking out at Rocky Momax on Twitter for great tweets just like that. Now we get into the tweets from others, and you got a couple great ones picked. Um, we should mention that you did pick one from our good pal Tom at Trojan Sauce, but unfortunately, it had already been selected for the podcast multiple times. So check it out from previous yeah. episodes. It's the he hates the lake. <laughs> it's such an amazing, funny tweet. It's, it's a so great good. tweet and we it should just, yeah so i had to give it a shout out but then i had to, i made you pick a different one <laughs> a different one so we'll get to yeah it. yeah there's there's a lot to choose from it was really hard so then i tried to like branch it out a little bit to maybe uh you know something a little different that made me the one that uh that i chose the first one from the bigger account was one that made me want to want to make this account ah yes inspirational Yes, and it yeah. is from a great big account, as you said. It is Nathan Usher at the Nate Wolf. Always so funny, <laughs> just like some of the most funniest tweets of all time. And this one uh. is great as well. So <laughs> the tweet is this: Do you think that I reference dinosaurs too much when I write? I asked. She was silent, like the P in pterodactyl, but it said everything. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll make me smile. And just the way it's written, he didn't have to do a uh, dialogue. Mm-hmm. Like it was, it's just brilliant. I think it's just such a such a well written, funny. Uh, it's a perfect tweet. Yeah, and yeah, like you mentioned, it's just written sort of in the classic style of writing, not a, a format. Um, which you normally see a lot because it sort of makes it easier, sort of like a screenwriting format. But uh, the writing makes it so much better. Uh, And everyone should be following the Nate Wolf. He's like one of the best uh, of all time. And now we get into the second pick from... uh, It's uh, (laughs) at Maki Romax. (laughs) That's very interesting. So you are uh, uh, Rocky Momax, and this one is at Maki Romax. And it's the same picture as your uh, avatar, but it is flipped. It is flipped. <laughs> so this <laughs> that got you confused. So this, it, yeah, it confused me because I was like, you can't send your own tweet again <laughs> for this segment. Uh, but it turns out yeah, this is a <laughs> parody account of you <laughs> that someone runs, and uh, yeah. and so let's just read the the tweet that you've selected here. So it is. Uh, my funeral after 20 years as a lifeguard. The priest says, he died doing what he loved. 
cut to me falling out of a lifeguard tower. <laughs> it's so fucking dumb, dude. I, I fell, I fell uh, out of my lifeguard tower and I smashed my face right around that time. Maybe it was a little, it was uh, August of 2016. I stood up, it was like 150 degrees. I stood up, I got lightheaded and I fell over onto my face. And, uh, it was like from like six feet up, like onto my face and I'm, I'm six, I'm six, two, like 240 pounds. And I went down on my face and smashed my whole face to bits. And Tom decided, Hey, <laughs> oh, was I not supposed to say it's Tom? Fuck it. It's Tom. It's Tom that runs the account. I don't care if anybody knows it's Tom. And he thinks it's absolutely hilarious. And I kind of agree with him. I hate to agree with him on anything, but it's, it's really funny. So it is Tom, our old pal, Trojan Zaz, running this account and making light of your horrible accident. So you, you ended up okay, right? <laughs> like, did you, was it onto the sand or what? <laughs> the account's been around for a whole year i can't believe that and i like that the now i'm just i'm looking at it now he even gives and he made his own account called runny bat comics <laughs> oh my god i'm looking at the account now because i have bunny rat that we do uh our own uh comic strip on instagram me and a friend and he made runny bat comics instead of bunny rat that so little trickster he's going deep yeah. he's going all the way <laughs> and he has it said that i live in hollywood bitch florida instead of hollywood Beach. <laughs> oh <a> my <laughs> <laughs> it's the little touches <laughs> that florida. makes it so good yeah all right yeah it is. <laughs> well we should mention if you want to hear more uh tom and rob chit chat you can check out uh, tom's podcast interested in music uh, episodes available now on Apple Podcasts. So, thank you very much. And now we get into everyone's favorite segment of the show questions from Twitter. And the first question comes to us from Michael, friend of the show at home underscore halfway. And Michael asks Hi, Rob, longtime critic here. Question for you Have you ever had sex? Thanks. With your mom. I have a son, so yes, I have had sex. Uh, <laughs> That's your a few times. <laughs> like I have a son, so uh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he looks just like me, and he has my name, so I hope it's, he's mine. But uh, yeah, I mean, I have, I have. I'm not going to get too braggy about it, but a few times, just a little braggy. Yeah, a little braggy. Definitely a few. All right. Okay. Well, <laughs> we're all proud of you, so thank you very much, and thank you for the question. <laughs> thank you. Question, Michael. Uh, the next question comes to us from friend of the show, Todd Williams, at the Todd Williams. And Todd asks, I'm a terrible swimmer. Would you rescue me if I was drowning? Describe this event. Besides that one, what is your most memorable rescue? It is, po- is it possible that I was your lifeguard the whole time? <laughs> Uh, I'm going to start backwards with Todd being my lifeguard the whole time. (laughs) He might possibly be because he's like as old as my grandfather. So he could have been, he could have been saving lives. Well, well before I was born and he, when I was a baby, he could have easily saved mine. Been saving Um, lives for hundreds of years. Yeah. (laughs) Hundreds and hundreds of years, Todd. Uh, and what were the other ones now? Um, so what is your most memorable rescue? And then, do you have to describe how you would rescue Todd if he was drowning? Todd, I would just let him die. Um, <laughs> Doesn't that go against your lifeguard uh, code? 
<laughs> no, I would do I would do the old uh, the old lifeguard trick that is basically um, when you know somebody wasn't listening to you or, or uh, was doing something they weren't supposed to do, which make you have to go get them, which would make you have to go out there and rescue them. You kind of get to them and then just kind of let them kind of let them panic a little extra second before you hand them that buoy right. before you uh, go in and actually get them. There's been so many times where people have been like, no, nah, I'm an Olympic swimmer or I swam, I swam in college and you see them go out and you told them not to go somewhere. And then they end up, you have to go in for them after all that time. I will definitely sit and let somebody panic a couple extra seconds just to let them drive the point home. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Most most memorable. That's okay. Most memorable rescue. So, like one of those jerks or or someone good. No, um, actually, the uh, I guess the one that's coming to mind now was uh, a guy that was a big dude, and we had several of us in the water to go get a party of like four people that got sucked out in this huge rip. And uh, a rip is a rip current that it's a channel of water that when it circles it, you can't see my hands. I'm like doing my hands. Like I can show you. Uh, and it goes into the, into the shore and then pulls back out into a, basically like a conveyor belt almost of current that people can't fight against. Uh, so you have to kind of get to them, bring them to the side of that, uh, and bring them in. Uh, and if you're, you know, a lot of the lifeguards can, can pretty much just, uh, swim right through them. That's why they have us there. Um, but that one specifically, because there was a point where the city was trying to take our jobs, they wanted to shut down the lifeguards to save money. And that was right at the heart, right before we were going to go in uh, and file our petitions and things like that. And we got these people and everybody had it on uh, camera and sent it into the news stations and had us point people out of the water uh, that would have died. They 100% would have died. The guy that I got was barely breathing when I got to him. And we got him, got him up on shore, got the water out of him, and he was fine. He was, everybody lived. It was all good. But that one specifically, I remember carrying him up on my shoulders, and he was a big boy about my size, uh, and pulling somebody like that and walking him up a berm on the beach is not easy. And it ended up being that the news stations got wind of it, and uh, we got to keep our jobs. Man, that's like the, like the climactic scene in the movie where they you're like, oh, no, they're going to shut us down. Like, but this is our last week. We got to stay on the job. And then you save everyone. It gets broadcast on the news. And then cut to next week, everyone's back at the job. <laughs> Everything's good. <laughs> That's pretty much what I remember getting out of the water and being like, send these videos to the news. Bro. <laughs> like, send them to the news. Make sure we keep, they're trying to take our jobs. And yeah, like two weeks later, they voted it down and uh, we're all still here. Very cool. Well, thank you for your service. Thank you for saving those people's lives. Very cool. Um, we appreciate all the, the people who save lives and put in their lives on the line on the beaches of Florida every day. So thank you very much. Absolutely, and man. the yep. next question comes from, you guessed it, Tom. And his Thanks. handle is Tom. at Trojan Sauce. And we got a few questions here. He says, Hi. Long time reader, first time commenter. One, can can you read? Yes. Yes, very <laughs> good. That's it. That's all he gets out of that. Those yes. Florida schools. Some people to say they're not good, but guess what? They taught Rob to read. Yep, they taught me to read, but that's about it because they are awful. <laughs> so they are bad. Okay, but that reading is yeah. important because you wouldn't be able to go on Twitter 
without it. Like yeah. if you didn't work for it, if you didn't work for it, you probably there's probably people that don't know how to read unless you really wanted to. <laughs> like our schools are bad. Yikes! All right, uh, number two from Tom. What part of the bear would you most or least like to eat? What part of uh, the bear? The first thing I thought was eating a bear heart. That was my very first uh, thought was like just munching down on a bear heart. So I'm going to say that's the one I'd be most likely to eat is the heart. Uh huh. And what part would you least be likely to eat? What do you think? Mm-hmm. His butt. <laughs> you yeah, bear dick. I think bear dick would be the least fun thing uh, to eat. Like any dick generally for me is probably the least fun part of uh, any, anything. All right. Great answer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now question number three, the final question from Tom. It's a classic. Would you rather lay on the ground with your mouth open and let a worm sliver around in your throat for an hour or get a temporary face tattoo of me, Tom? Fucking, I'd have that face tattoo so fast. <laughs> I might do it without having my... And my, may I say, buddy, your Tom is perfect. Thank you. I, <laughs> I pride myself. I work on it, and I love getting questions from Tom because it gives me the chance. <laughs> to- I, I do the worst accent. He makes fun of me so bad for trying to do an English accent or trying to do an Australian accent. Like, I'm just, they don't even, it's like I'm completely deaf. Yeah, Australian They're is tough bad. for me, too, uh, but I do love doing English accents. Uh, <laughs> unprovoked a lot you of the time. You got that one down. <laughs> you got that one down. I wouldn't be able to tell if that was Tom or not. Oh, uh, well, thank you very much. And thank you, Tom, <laughs> for the great questions. All right, moving on. Next question comes to us from friend of the show, Brandon, at Le Bear Girdle on Twitter. And he says, hello, Rod. Can you please make an argument as to why I should be atop the rankings? Also, is a harp just a super guitar? <laughs> oh, Rod. Okay. <laughs> okay, so a few yeah. things we need to unpack here. First, he calls you Rod. And your name's Rob, yes. but why would he? Yes. Why would he call you Rod? Oh God, Tom again, Tom, fucking Tom. He decides. I'm just gonna lay it out now because I've had like so many people believe it. It was un- it was insane how many people really thought that my name was Rod Burt. <laughs> um, <laughs> he put together a fake conversation between the two of us, uh, where me writing him like seriously saying my dad messed up on the uh on the birth certificate my name was actually legally rod burt and that i was upset because my marriage wasn't even legal anymore (laughs) it's so good man i fought a seven thousand different ways to try to get him back and i don't think i could ever match that it was so good it was perfect just like the 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 phrasing he nailed your voice like the screenshot looked so real like it's you really seemed mad that your marriage was like (laughs) not valid (laughs) yeah and like people really believed it like i like will believe it like so many people were like oh my god i'm so upset that it's not real like i was like yeah like no who the fuck who's named fucking robert even if he misspelled who misspells robert for one my dad's a college educated man i mean he could have been drunk i guess so it's not that far off but man robert was so fucking perfect that i i hate him a little bit for it because it was so good but i also have to love him because it was so good 
So good. But so yeah, setting the record straight, <laughs> your name is <laughs> actually Robert, not Rodbert, but yeah. kudos to Tom for that epic prank and troll. Uh, just really good stuff. Dumb shit. Um, so, so Brandon <laughs> is asking uh, why he should be atop the rankings. Yeah, the rankings are from a room uh, that we're in together with, uh, oh, geez. Um, he's Brandon Dan, Brandan, spelled wrong because he spells Brandon <laughs> wrong for some reason. And then there's Brandon the cow, Bramper Sandin, uh, that decides he's going to make rankings for this room. Um, every day he updates the rankings. There's about 12 <laughs> of us. Uh, and I don't think Brandon should ever be atop the rankings because he spells his fucking name wrong. Mm, not his fault, but a good reason nonetheless. <laughs> <laughs> you know, then you know, he comes from a family that spells names wrong, so maybe he shouldn't be up there. They spell them there, interestingly. The only reason he would be up there is because of the teeth tweet, because I think it's one of the best ones ever, and it was in my, it was in my list for, for, for ones to read. But that would be the only reason that it would get him up top. Otherwise... Um, you know, uh, he's got nothing else going for him. <laughs> well, the teeth tweet we should mention is great, and it was read on the podcast. So you, it's an Easter egg. You got to go find what episode. And so, yep. the, so his follow-up question is: a harp just a super guitar? I think a a, a guitar is a super harp. If you have like Whoa, an electric, oh, flipping it on him. <laughs> right? I mean, like imagine if you flipped the harp and plugged it into an amp and just ripped on it. That'd be pretty then, sweet. That's how you got the electric guitar, basically. I mean, yeah. you know, I don't think that's a good... No, that's not good. How the fuck... What does a harp have to do with a guitar anyway, Brandon? Great question Nothing. for Brandon. They're string, they're string <laughs> instruments. They're string instruments, but that's, that's about the only thing they have in common. I mean, Florence and the Machine, she's bringing the harp back. They got a lot of great harp. She brings the harp in? Yeah, oh yeah, they have great uh, harp in their songs. I never... My, my wife listens to some of her music, or their music, yeah. and I... Uh, I never really got into it. Yeah, that uh, yeah. To listen, due to due to the harp. Yeah, it's good. You gotta check it out. Great harp uh, harp music in there. All right. Well, thank you very much, Brandon, uh, for the great questions. And the next question comes to us from friend of the show Billy at Yigreen, and he's got two questions for you, Rob. The first: How many sandwiches do I want? And how many should I have gotten? Two. Everybody knows that answer is two. The answer Billy is, is two. <laughs> Billy is the papist to my Utah. So he would tell me, Utah, get me two. Two meatball sandwiches. Because he could eat the ass end out of a, ass end out of a dead rhino. <laughs> okay. If you've never seen Point Break, I suggest seeing it. You gotta see it. Have you ever it. seen Point Break? Never uh, seen yeah, no, Point I've Break? seen it, but I was much younger, so I was probably like maybe oh, okay. 12, well, 13 Gary, or something. Well, Gary Busey's character is uh, Angelo Pappas. And uh, then there's Johnny Utah, that's Keanu Reeves, and our given roles together. I am Johnny Utah, he is Angelo Pappas, and Pappas asks for two meatball sandwiches, so that number is two, and Billy knows that. Oh, great reference, and way to decode it. (laughs) Thank you for explaining (laughs) that uh, weird question, and thank you, Billy, for sending it. (laughs) Next question. He knew knew that that was going to (laughs) happen. Next question comes to us from Anagram Champion Thomas Brendel at the Solemn Bard. And he says, oh, he sends an extra anagram this time. So uh, Robert Elliott anagrammed to Terrible Lotto. And Rodbert Elliott <laughs> is anagrammed to Bordello Titter. Um, so his question is 
What is something other people might be happy to win, but you would not? Oh, my gosh. I don't know. I mean, everybody would be happy to win money. I think, I, you know, I'm uh, maybe like a trip like to a foreign country. Like, I have all these things. I have, like, really bad fear of flying and uh, being away from home. I get oh. really weirded out. Like, we go to Puerto Rico, like, twice a year, and after, like, four days, I start to, like, freak out a little bit that I'm not, like, in my comfort zone. Right. So maybe, like, a really long trip somewhere that people would probably be so excited to spend, like, 30 days at, like, a resort, and I'd probably have a heart attack after five. Oh, a little homesick guy. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Very cool. All right, and he has one other question. What is an amusing thing that has happened to you in an intimate setting? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> um, <laughs> in an intimate, like, the first thing you think is, like, sex, right? But I'm going to go with, uh, with a comedy show that was a very tiny uh, comedy show, which you would call intimate, I guess. It was uh, a lot of people all together, quiet, uh, very cool room, that everybody had just such a great set, and I bombed, like, so terribly and uh, somebody yelled something at me, and I tried to like throw something back at them, and I just kind of uh, mump like I the word none of the words came out. I was like yeah, a little bit, uh, and that was all I got out. And then I was like, I just put the mic up and walked off stage. So that was amusing. Uh, I guess that would be amusing for those those uh, in attendance. <laughs> okay, it was, it was amusing for them. Yeah, they were like, oh, this guy, this yeah, is making me so uncomfortable. And then he just made it worse <laughs> by going, dude, guy. All right, well, thank you uh, for the questions and anagrams, Thomas. And the next question comes to us from the aforementioned Will. I'm talking about Benjamin. I'm talking at Upside Down Trash. And he's got a very specific question, and it is, if you could do it all over again, would you get those artisanal fries? Oh, I would tell my wife. Fuck you, I'm getting artisanal fries right there. That got me heated up right now. You had to swear, <laughs> though. <laughs> swear at your wife. You could have just said yes. <laughs> I, would, I would never swear at her in person. I believe you, Rob. She's not going to get to listen to this. It's terrifying. Um, yeah, I would get those artisanal fries. I'd be like, yeah, yeah, I would get those. Will gave me some of his. Like, I wanted to order, like, uh, like some maybe like aioli and Parmesan fries. We, mm-hmm. we met up for dinner, Will and I and his wife and mine and Cameron, my son, he was sleeping though. So they only got to see him asleep. But, um, yeah, Will got the fries. My wife was like, nah, I want regular fries. And I was like, fuck man, like this isn't even your, <laughs> your meal. This is my burger <laughs> and my fries, but she wanted some of my fries. So I wasn't allowed to get artisanal and Will did, and he was the smart guy in that situation. I should have just said no. Well, you're a good husband. You're being a good husband. So, you know, points for that, I think. But, man, Eh. artisanal. Eh. You know, the artisanal would have been worth the fight, I think. (laughs) Or I could have just ordered my own. Yeah, (laughs) order an extra shareable plate. Maybe Corey wanted some. (laughs) All right. Yeah, I should have have in hindsight. All right, well, thank you very much, Will. Uh, And we got to the bottom of that. Now a a few more questions here. This next question comes to us from Jeff, and it uh, at Jeff WNI, and his question is, "Who's a good dog? Who is this? Who's a good dog?" It's me. I'm the good dog. (laughs) (laughs) A good boy. Uh, I mean, yeah, I'm I'm definitely. If I was a dog, I'd be a good one. I know that. There you go. I don't know what kind I'd be, but I'd be a good one. 
All right, we got a couple more questions here. Thank you, Jeff. And the next question comes to us from friend of the show, Dave Cactus, at Dave underscore Cactus. Uh, Dave asks, have you ever been to an NFL game where both teams did not have fun? Heck no. Heck no. no. And we should mention, (laughs) we should mention, yes. Everybody has a good time at one point. And uh, Dave, uh, he came down here and we went to uh, the Dolphins played the Broncos. His Denver team. He came down, and uh, we went to a Dolphin game together. Yes, he mentioned that on his episode of the podcast. Everyone can go and listen to that did, if you want to get his to side yeah. of the story. And he brought the sign. And yeah, he brought no, the was, sign. I side, yeah, I remember. Uh, I remember the episode. Now I listened. I listened to a few recently, and um, uh, I think pretty much what he said worked. We we had a great time. It was really fun. As much as I say mean shit to Dave, he's a great guy. Dave's great, and the the sign is very funny. I uh, just hope both teams have fun. Uh, and yes, he brought it to the football game, and it it became a popular picture. Uh, so very good. Congratulations to you both on the fun, <laughs> on having fun, uh, IRL. And I think that brings us to the final question. It is from Adam at Brow Tweetin, and his question is. How does it feel having a birth name that makes him seem like he should be Dilbert's long-lost dad? I guess he's talking about Rod Burt. He's definitely talking about Rod Burt. God damn it, Tom. If, if my name was Rod Burt, I'd be very proud to be Dilbert's father. <laughs> How's that? Is that good? Does that work? You I'd be, did I'd be it. A proud dad. You made it through all the questions, and thank you again to everybody who sent in a question at FOTS Pod on Twitter. Be sure to follow it and send a question for future guests and hear it read on the show. So, Rob, now we're beginning to wrap it up, wind it down. Let's discuss drug or alcohol problems. Yeah, that's what I, uh, that was my thing at the end that, uh, I had such a tough, terrible time. I spent six days in a, in a coma after I crashed my car all high. And, uh, you know, I, I think I, I had been drinking a lot all week and I, I kind of had my off day, but I kept pumping in my Adderall and, um, had slept, spent six days in a coma, came back out, went straight to my pill bottle and went right back to it. Um, did that a few separate times and I was really lucky to have uh, such a supportive wife and family. And I know people don't always uh, have that. They feel like they don't have that. And I just wanted to say like, if there's ever anything um, people have that problem, if it's on Twitter, if it's wherever you have people that, uh, that love you and care about you, even if you don't think you do, whether you bring it to your friends on Twitter, uh, a lot of that can be super therapeutic. Um, but just to know if you're ever in a really bad spot, there's always somebody that wants to help you that has love and will, will help. Rob, I think that's great. And yes, for anybody who's listening, uh, who needs to talk, just, yeah, find somebody and talk about it. And hopefully that, uh, starts the, the healing and starts to help. Cause yeah, it is, uh, it's a very difficult situation sometimes, but like you said, uh, mm-hmm. you just find someone who can support you and help you through it. And I'm glad that you made it through and you're still with us today. Um, so yeah, thanks, thanks, Rob, for sharing uh, for sharing your your of stories course. and your of tales. And thank you so much again for being on the podcast. And I will wrap it up by playing the theme, and we'll say our goodbyes. All right, buddy. 
All right. Well, thank you very much. Great episode. And um, everyone follow Rocky Momax on Twitter. And check him out on a Florida beach near you. Oh, my God. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> well, that's it. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode with Rod. Wasn't he nice? You can follow him on Twitter to keep tabs on him at Rocky Momax. Now be sure to follow at FOTS Pod and send a question for a future guest. It's everyone's favorite part of the show. Check out at Skinner Steven on Twitter for all the latest jokes. And visit www.stevenwskinner.com for all the old episodes. And don't forget to subscribe and leave a rating and review, even if you think it sucks. Thank you to Ruby Coast for the music. And thank you to Kyle I. Davidson for the theme. And thank you so very much for listening. I am Stephen W. Skinner, advising you to have a great one. <laughs>